Okay, Tina, I have a mad lib for you. Okay. <laughs> All right, give me a physical descriptor or description of someone. Okay. Um, sweaty. Okay. All right, give me a name of a celebrity who's like in the news right now. I shouldn't say Larry King, should I? It's all that came to mind. Okay, Larry King. Okay. <laughs> R.I.P. to the King. Rest in peace, King. Um, okay, give me the name of a talk show host, which, wow, you just did, wow. but give me another He's name. He's on the mind. Yeah. Um, what's the one that's British? He's like a little <laughs> James husky. Corden. Yeah, <laughs> James Corden. <laughs> husky. <laughs> and give me the... Uh, name of a famous child. Um, Greta Van Fleet. No, <laughs> that's the band. What is it? Greta Thund- Thunderbird. Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> What's she up to? She's been so silent. She's in lesbian. She has a bit <laughs> lesbian. <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Okay. She's been pretty fucking silent these days. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, give me a descriptive adjective about like someone's personality. Like, oh, okay. this person is really blank. Okay. Lobotomized. <laughs> okay. Is that do you think that'll be like a slur later on in life? <laughs> I feel like the lobotomized community has really died out. So yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, give me a verb. Hmm. To sprint. Okay. <laughs> um, Give me the name of a fast food restaurant. Long John Silver. <laughs> okay. I think we should do a special episode where we uh, mukbang Long John Silver's. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It has that cannot have been done before. I think that will be the first on the internet. Mm-hmm. Patient, truly patient zero. <laughs> okay. I think you're good to look at. Okay. Your copy now and read it back to us. All right. Welcome to Artificial Intelligence, a podcast in which we'll analyze the world's questions, big and small. Let me paint a picture for you. We are somewhat sweaty women who have a passion for talking to each other. I'm Tina, and I've been told that I remind people of Larry King, (laughs) but with a temper. Sitting across from me is my co-host, Mary. To be honest, she's a bit of a mystery. I guess if I had to describe Mary, she'd be a mix of... (laughs) James Corden and Greta Thunberg. (laughs) I thought it was going to say James uh, Charles. (laughs) That too. A little mix of those three. If you've ever felt isolated for being extremely, (laughs) almost clinically lobotomized, almost clinically, you'll feel right at home listening to this podcast. (laughs) If you've never experienced this, don't even bother listening. To best enjoy this podcast, we ask that you close your eyes and really mentally sprint. (laughs) Sit in your local Long John Silver's, put your feet up, order the most expensive thing on the menu, lean back, and press play. Thanks for listening, everyone, and get ready for your daily dose of artificial intelligence. What is the meaning of life? Where do we go when we die? Does Google know my blood type? Will she text me back? When will the water wars begin? 
Does anyone want to date me? I'm Tina. I'm Mary. And together, we'll answer life's biggest questions correctly. This is Artificial Intelligence. Okay, logging on. Booting up. Okay. <laughs> and we're live. And we are live again. <laughs> um, Mary, how's your how's your break? Because I didn't see you for probably longer than we've been apart for most of our lives. <laughs> True. Yeah, I went home, uh, which is Fredericksburg, Virginia, for a little over two weeks and uh, gained... In those 14 days, seven pounds, which <laughs> for you math geniuses as I am, that's a healthy half a pound a day, <laughs> um, which is, of course, like I hate this time of the year, um, the year in its nascent stage, the January, February time, because it's just like soaking with resolutions and I always they revolve around my body every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I well. like make weird like deadlines and timelines where I'm like okay by end of March if I lose 10 pounds I'm allowed to get bangs again sure (laughs) (laughs) and then you know August comes around and I better be able to see some bicep formation right and then I'm allowed to buy and we've never picked up a weight no (laughs) see the yeah I have all the outcomes but the plan and the execution to get there never come along like I am one of those people that will sign up for all the memberships and buy all the workout clothes and like get 90% of the way there. But when it comes to actually (laughs) execution, going outside more than once every three days, like that's not going to happen. You lose us. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) I mean, just know that, you know, I'm with you on all levels. Uh I also gained weight. Um, Solidarity. (laughs) In solidarity (laughs) with you, sister. Um, I also gained a considerable amount of weight. Mm -hmm. And I think I've told you this before. I can gauge that by uh, lightly jumping in the mirror every morning. That's Um, so funny. Because it's not, God forbid, I, you know, gain any kind of muscle mass. No, it's it's all lard. Right. Well, so I tried... um, try is a very that's an exaggeration i like barely tried this new jump rope routine and had to stop immediately because my giant fucking huge milky monocker booze would knock me out every time i tried to get off the a ground risk. and by the way i used to be an irish step dancer which is <laughs> which we if you think we're not gonna go into that in depth in a Which full episode on the just podcast jumping on the balls of your feet like for five minutes straight <laughs> so once i went through puberty which was like age 10 and a half sure. like had you know full breasts by the yeah. time i was 11 like i couldn't do it anymore because you know the feeling it just makes you feel like shit like yeah <laughs> it's 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 humiliating the yeah. act of like any kind of like uh aggressive movement Mm -hmm. and you can feel everything kind of (laughs) shift yeah it's like when driving over a speed bump is like (laughs) you know those commercials where it's like this is what it feels like to chew five gum and it was like it was almost like they like made someone small and like sit on top of like a bass speaker (laughs) that's what it feels like when you're like fat is reverberating Mm -hmm. away from the center of your body yeah yeah i feel you (laughs) 
Well, that's, I don't know. I'm like, how is, if, even if I get like skinny or whatever, like skin? that's not going to happen. But my, if my boobs are huge, who cares? Like I want a breast reduction. Like, I think for both of us, becoming skinny unfortunately because we do refuse to go about it in a mm-hmm. healthy way would require a class one drug <laughs> um breaking bad basically yeah cocaine and or some kind of combination no, of know, methamphetamines yeah. i think the thing is like i don't know i one i want to say i recognize that it's like not i wish i could be I don't want to say I'm not body positive because I talk about to myself and about myself like much in a much more degrading way than I would ever think about or look at or talk about another person. <laughs> your body neutral only because the way you talk about <laughs> yourself is so out. low yeah, and versus I, how you talk about I'm other in people. This horrible spiral cycle where I recognize it's not good for me and it like never will be but I just don't know how to escape it will I ever escape this obsession with my body like I don't think so right well is it your obsession or is it everyone else's obsession with your body I don't know at this point I feel like it's so invasive to how I think that there's almost no separating it right it's all warp and weft of the same cloth I can read all the theory and tweets and tiktok and blah 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 about mm-hmm. how tiktok manifestos tiktok manifesto <laughs> yeah about how you should just love your body and i think that if it works for you that's great but i just can't get there for some reason mm-hmm. and it sucks but anyways it'll take menopause <laughs> it'll take being close to death right it'll be it'll take becoming a dusty cavernous <laughs> hole <laughs> right to get there yeah to fill that hole with love self-love which mm, which (laughs) by that point you're uh gasping for your last dying breath you're on your dying (laughs) your deathbed yeah i don't know i think it's also like being in your early 20s like this is the healthiest i should ever be so it well aren't we in our like physical prime which is ah it's disgusting (laughs) it's It's absolutely egregious which is why i think i put so much pressure on like deadlines and getting this done in six months which never works right have you recently i've been having like horrifying uh realizations that like even when i was 21 i did although i hated myself (laughs) viscerally i did feel like i was at the top of the pecking order of people because i was young Mm -hmm. quote unquote Mm -hmm. but now being 23 i that sounds so young to me, having been 24. <laughs> okay, very fair. But being 23 slash 24, edging on 24, mm-hmm. as my birthday is in March, mm-hmm. um, just see, like going on someone's like TikTok page and finding out that they're 16 or... There should be a warning. I'm, <laughs> there should be a like, warning. almost not even joking. Like It's disturbing to me that I don't know how old these people on... Right. There should be some kind of like color coding system right. for minors. <laughs> exactly like should i scroll past this quickly no exactly and then also i realized i haven't been able to like finish a whole show mm-hmm. in quarantine because my attention span is shot but last night i found out that i can deal with a show like love island mm-hmm. uh because it is just like mental play-doh like it's yeah. it's just bright colors and you know soft <laughs> stimulation yeah. exactly so and i don't have to think any farther into it mm-hmm. so i started watching it. i watched like three episodes last night and it's the first couple episodes of the season i think i started on like season five or six i don't know mm-hmm. like towards the end 
and everyone's kind of like chatting it up and um you know it's early days yeah exactly (laughs) and so they're all kind of learning their first bits of information about each other Mm -hmm. and they're all telling each other their ages i have seen they are 21 here's the thing i think it should be illegal to accomplish anything before you're 26 (laughs) right like it fills me with rage to like look someone up and see that they're 21 right um or 18 or 18 that's just wrong like one of the contestants is 20 years old Mm -hmm. and maybe i don't know how i look but he looks 30 years old i also have no concept of what i look like right so then i'm concerned Mm-hmm. do i look 40 <laughs> do i look 40 yeah no <laughs> <laughs> i'll put that out there no because um, the bags under my eyes would say otherwise <laughs> uh, yeah but um i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> my mind's already going <laughs> i'm so going. old <laughs> <laughs> the brain the frontal lobe has already deteriorated <laughs> to nothing i literally have the worst memory ever <laughs> Um, no, but I also wanted to say that going all the way back to gaining weight that and jumping <laughs> that <laughs> that I had a horrible oh, no. <laughs> horrible bout of uh self awareness oh, that's always the worst, yeah, and this is what happened, so basically, I think it was the day or two after Christmas mm-hmm. that liminal space of time mm-hmm. people will hate me for saying that uh including my boyfriend who yells at me for saying liminal, liminal space, space where it doesn't he just doesn't apply get it? he doesn't get it he had four years of art school but he doesn't wow. get it if you've you never know? been to a liminal space then you can't then you it. just don't understand <laughs> <laughs> um but uh a regular occurrence in my family is um someone just randomly making eggs for the whole family <laughs> at one time and so even when their love languages exactly but it's scrambled totally eggs. unprompted so my brother will just like make scrambled eggs like a ton of them mm-hmm. and even if everyone's kind of like on different meal schedules we'll just all eat eggs <laughs> um and so that happened that day and someone called me uh from upstairs and screamed eggs so <laughs> i <laughs> was uh jogging slash running down the stairs yeah on all fours for scrambled eggs <laughs> and naturally i was braless sure and sweatshirt on right it's the only it's a layer of you know decency between you and your family exactly oversized sweatshirt exactly it has to be a little thick so the nipples don't <laughs> yeah, show exactly. which like honestly is it's uh, it's just a courtesy at this point or, right. or it's the thought that counts at exactly because it doesn't work because let's be real the nipple is showing <laughs> let's be real <laughs> But I think the the decency there is that the areola at least isn't showing, right? You know, <laughs> like that's as good nip. as we can get. Yeah, and you you're have just to shield have to take your that. younger brother from seeing your full. Exactly. Areola. I did have one time when I was like 17 years old, where my mom mm-hmm. said I had to either wear underpants to bed or close the door <laughs> because in the morning someone would walk by my room and see my bare ass. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Eggs were announced and I was running down the stairs and the perfect natural combination of no bra, sweatshirt, descending stairs Mm -hmm. at, you know, a rate of acceleration specific. Um, (laughs) Terminal velocity. Can you tell that I failed physics? Um, (laughs) Ended up creating this beautiful moment where my boobs like lifted off the ground as I ascended the stairs and as I descended created the most audible clapping noise against my chest 
like against my ribcage. I know exactly what you're talking about. The forbidden clap. (laughs) The forbidden clap. And it was so audible and I felt it so deeply, like it reverberated through my (laughs) ribcage that I just had to take a second because it was. I just loved like you like running down the stairs like pitter patter like stop. (laughs) It was like a. Is that what an earthquake is? Like, I guess there's no noise. The Richter scale picked it up. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's like when two asteroids, like, hit each other and, yeah. like, everyone's like, what? I, f- I didn't what hear that, but I feel different cosmically. Yeah, right. yeah. It felt like that. So what I'm saying is I get it. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, I understand. Yeah. Uh, do you have any plans for the spring? <laughs> Just the whole season itself. Um, yeah, the age of death and rebirth. Right. You're a devout Catholic, politic. so. Oh, yeah, totally. No. Um, <laughs> I honestly don't, and that kind of freaks me out. I'm like at this point where everything is very monotonous, and I don't know how to shake it up, especially now. Yeah. <laughs> like, wh- what have you been up to? You've also been in a long um uh, unintentional break. <laughs> yes, working. many would call that unemployment <laughs> unemployed, <yeah. laughs> and living at your parents' uh-huh. house. Yeah, so that's basically what I've been up to. I did get an internship yesterday. Wow. Um, we'll find out soon if that's real or not. Right. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those hole in the wall restaurants where it looks like exactly. it's gonna be bad, but then it's really good. <laughs> okay. That's what I. That's best case scenario for yeah. me. Worst case scenario is I'm like part of a Ponzi scheme. Right. Um. We don't know. And only time will tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also did just come out of a heavy quarantine mm. uh, with my boyfriend and his three roommates. Um, <laughs> Love Island. Yes, one could say <laughs> I was on. Love Island <laughs> I've seen this porn. <laughs> I've seen this one. I've seen this one before. Don't lie. Um, yeah, basically, um, one of my boyfriend's roommates got a tattoo. Which I'm not going to blame him for because we all, I'm not going to say we all have been getting tattoos. We live in Richmond, Virginia, the top 10. It is number three three. tattooed capital in the country. That's actually a true statistic. Who can blame a man for getting a tattoo? Uh, But yeah, he got a tattoo a couple days before. And then we, he found out from, and it was from like a, independent stick and poke artist like she's not part of any kind Mm, of tattoo Mm -hmm. shop so it was just her by herself apparently she was very sterile but then we find out that she tested positive for covid find that out on december 31st Mm, um so happens to be new year's exactly so as you know we were supposed to hang out right on new year's eve together Mm -hmm. we didn't because as much as it pained me, I had to be a global citizen and right. quarantine. quarantine. Um, so yeah, <sighs> I was stuck in a in a, a townhouse in the fan <laughs> with four post grad twenty three mm. year old boys. Yeah, <laughs> my boyfriend and I did admit to each other that by the end of it, we were kind of at each other's throats. Sure, it would be weird if you weren't. I hope so. I hope this is normal because I was like. Is this something we need to mm-hmm. assess? But no, I think it's... Is this something we need to talk about? It's normal. Because honestly, I didn't see, really 
the house was pretty large, so I didn't see mm-hmm. most of the other roommates the entire time. But we were there for like seven-ish days before. Damn, that's a uh, long time to yeah. with anyone. Do you feel like with your boyfriend, like, I don't know, I have a very uh, small social battery, I guess, and need to mm-hmm. recharge a lot. But like, do you feel okay spending days? On- You're going to live with your boyfriend. I oh am. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, in a week. <laughs> I'm like, would you kill your boyfriend if you spent more than more. three days with him? Can you imagine? I was like, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, was there an ever a point where you're like, I, or like when you first started dating even? Because mm-hmm. when I'm around new people, I like get very mentally exhausted. Uh-huh. Uh, just because I have to, to take be a step on back. all the time. But like when you were first dating, were you the type of in love where you were like, I can be with this person every day, all day, forever. Definitely in the beginning, it was like that because mm-hmm. we were so immediately comfortable with each, with each other. Like I had never been with anyone mm-hmm. I was casually hooking up with because um, that's what we were doing for the better part of the first couple months that we were seeing each other. Um, so that felt pretty natural. Now, th- th- I think the reason we were at each other's throats in the house wasn't necessarily how much time we were spending together because we did kind of naturally like enter different rooms separately and like do our own thing. I think it was that I didn't have any groceries of my own. (laughs) I didn't, it was fucking cold in there 24 seven. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of going mad and taking it out on him and vice versa. You were living in like late 19th century. And it looks like a Victorian, it like it's, they Conditions. they they live in this insane house mm-hmm. that they rent from a man that like lives in Virginia Beach mm-hmm. uh, with a new family, but his previous family <laughs> lived in this house. Family, <laughs> yeah. And so it's it came fully furnished. Mm-hmm. So which is on the plus side, you don't have to like move in right. um, anything. But on the uh, downside, there are uh, framed pictures of Confederate soldiers right. all over the house. Mm-hmm um so it's kind of a give and take as a (laughs) as a tenant um in the city of richmond Mm -hmm. but um but yeah to answer your question living together we found like an insane apartment Mm -hmm. it'll truly be like the nicest place i've ever rented from Mm -hmm. and so i think those like outside factors will diminish um updated because oh you know i will i'm it's funny that you said that you were like immediately comfortable with each other because I don't think I've ever been immediately comfortable with, with anyone. And that's understandable. Yeah. I, I mean, you know. are hyper. You're almost, anytime you're like, I mean, this is how I've always felt. I don't know mm-hmm. if you feel this way. Anytime I was on like a Tinder date or met someone at a party, it was like I was watching myself from a reality TV camera. Right. I wasn't, uh, and actually the guy I was hooking up with right before him mm-hmm. i kind of like don't even really remember any of the interactions we had because <laughs> i'm the same way i was pulling myself out of it so much to right observe myself it's like how you you know clean your room and then you step outside of the room and then you walk in as if you were <laughs> someone else so you could see yeah. how they would see your clean room right. yeah that's like what first but with real human like. connection yeah <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i think i have been on more which is fine i out of our whole friend group, maybe Caroline, you'll hear about her a lot. Probably. Yeah, she'll come up. But um, and like one of the only ones who has never been in like a serious relationship. Um, but I've probably been on the most first dates out of anyone in the whole. I group. think so too. You like you definitely. And that's not a flex. Dated. I understand that's not a flex. Okay, I get it. 
<laughs> like second and third dates are uncharted territory for me. <laughs> but first dates are the hardest. If you can like hone your skills on the first on a That's first date basis. I'm, okay, so I won't say I'm good at first dates, but I can come across as a normal, nice person. But I mm-hmm. know I also come across as probably boring. Like I just No, don't say <laughs> no. that. Don't be mean to People my friend Mary. To this, like, Bitch, you're boring. <laughs> Don't say that about my friend Mary. No. no, like I know because I also think that everyone else on the first date is boring too. But oh yeah, I, I know that they're not. Like they're very, I'm sure, well-rounded, funny people. But right. they're so exhausting. Well, I the most them. interesting parts <laughs> not of the people, people at the dates. <laughs> I, I hate I hate <laughs> That's why you're a femme cell. Yeah, I am a femme cell. Self-describe, well, rise up. I'm gonna like vouch for you because. You know, I'll die on this hill. The best <laughs> parts of someone are like the intricacies you get when you've like put in the work right. to know them for a right. certain amount of time. Like, I would say m- pretty much everyone is boring. Mm, that's yeah. In any like five minute conversation, like anytime I've met anyone at a house show mm-hmm. here in the past like five years, I'm it's n- I'm not even keeping up the conversation because I'm intrigued about what they're saying ever. Right. It's it's just that I know that we have to continue to do this because just walking away without ever saying anything I would know. be socially I think inept. I am both. Yeah. I think I'm – it's a problem of numbers, like how many queer women really are there. There's probably a lot in Richmond, actually. Let me see. But, like, I don't know. But I think the thing with me is I realize I like people – like, dating puts automatically puts the – hard like romantic angle to Mm -hmm. it when you're not even sure if you want that yet right like you're pressured into like playing a romantic role Mm -hmm. and you don't even know this how this person acts and um like parties and things i'm not i would go to parties in colleges in colleges (laughs) 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 i would tour the u.s and (laughs) i would go to parties in one college you sound like a robot i would go to parties in colleges and also at the universities <laughs> at one specific college virginia commonwealth university i attended many parties during my four the, years the there. more you try to like say it the less I'm i believe you <laughs> i just don't believe you but yeah i mean I'm not shocking anyone by saying there's less of a chance of meeting one, a queer woman, two, one that's single, three, one that's not hung up on her ex, four, one that's <laughs> likes me, and five, that we talk long enough to, like, let it go anywhere. Right. Add in a pandemic as the chair <laughs> Add in on a top. pandemic as a little sprinkle. And you're dying alone. And you're dying. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> My sexual youth is dying. <laughs> But yeah, so I just watch movies instead. Asterisk movie, right? Or sorry, quotation movie. What are you implying, Tina? I'm implying you watch a lot of smut. (laughs) I do watch a. Okay, so (laughs) like I am annoyingly critical of TV and movies. I was a VCU cinema major for approximately one semester. One more time for the people in the back. I had, what is it, like 12 weeks of, you know, experience of watching and critiquing movies, and I have really milked that. (laughs) 
at all of the colleges. And I've milked that to present day where I just like pick apart TV and movies and I have a very high bar of what I right. like and what I don't. It's but- very interesting you never mention your brief stint as a poli sci major. <laughs> Yet you right, always throw to... around your cinema yeah, well. <laughs> major. <laughs> All right. For the listeners at home, I'll give you a timeline. Mary was a cinema major, mm-hmm. then she was poli sci, and then finished as an English. I'm amazed that you English. remember that and can't remember the names of my three <laughs> siblings, even though we've... <laughs> um, That never happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if that happened in this recording or our failed <laughs> recording before this. Anyways, Tina doesn't know my life or my family. <laughs> um. But like I was saying, normally high bar, but anytime it comes to needing or craving, it literally feels like a vitamin deficiency. Like when I desperately crave representation of any sort Mm -hmm. for like queer people, specifically like lesbians, gay women, whatever. Um, So... Okay, stick with me. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. (laughs) We're going... Okay. So when I was growing up, I was really obsessed with Shark Week okay <laughs> and there was as, a, as your friend i'm with yeah, you question mark. Nodding. <laughs> <laughs> so shark week there was this documentary about this uh naval ship that sunk i can't remember the name of it i want to say the lusitania it wasn't that one Anyway, so it sunk and all these sailors were stranded in the open sea and it was hot and the sharks were swarming them and these men who obviously knew better started drinking the salt water. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why would you do that? You know better. You know it's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. But they were so thirsty that they drank it anyways. Like, that's me watching shitty lesbian Essentially, movies. <laughs> yeah. that's you consuming <laughs> that's bad gay content. That's me consuming something that I know is bad is going to hurt me. Probably someone's going to die in the end. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But would you argue that the worst gay content is better than the best straight content or do you think that since mm. there's such a plethora of straight media that just by sheer numbers they're able to like hit it's the target sheer numbers it's you know anytime uh, the english major is going to try to do stats like anytime you do a study <laughs> you need a big enough group uh-huh scatter plot <laughs> scatter plot. yeah you i know, know what you yes so uh, that it, it averages out i what i want ideally one day is it sucks that every time a queer gay whatever movie comes out people are like is this amazing or is this terrible or mm-hmm. i want like the opportunity for people to make a lot of terrible gay movies and a lot of really good gay movies and a lot of in between right like, i hate that it has to be like portrait of a lady on fire or the weird like two thousand dollar budget almost porn uh-huh. movies on like amazon prime or something like that like love simon <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're trying to say? Yeah. Okay. And awesome more diversity and blah, blah, blah and stuff like that. But it's just so few out there that they, mm-hmm. you know, are on opposite poles all the time. And okay. So then annoying. what do you see? Like, what have, have you come across any uh, gay content, gay media that you, that is like vital to your upbringing mm-hmm. or... I guess a better way to say good, like, uh, like, have you consumed any that you're like, yes? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely Hit good the stuff the out head. there. I'm not saying that there's not, like, or like, what specifically for you was mm-hmm. like really instrumental to your well, that's, development? That's the annoying part is 
and I kind of mourn this is I didn't watch anything that had that kind of stuff until I was in college. Really? Yeah. So it's very. Did you know you were gay in high school? <laughs> Have we talked about this? I, I don't... think we briefly talked about it. Because when we started becoming friends, you were still dating guys. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think I definitely knew there was something up, but <laughs> <laughs> something's afoot. Something's wrong. And it's a girl's foot. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> a pedicured foot. <laughs> um anyways uh, yeah i i knew something was up but the thing was i uh did not date in high school and not and by okay days. i'm gonna say mm-hmm. i don't think anyone should date in high school <laughs> yeah gay straight red mm-hmm. purple yellow no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i don't care if you're polka dotted striped cut glittered. her mic cut her mic <laughs> We got a hot mic. Hot mic. Hot mic. <laughs> um, but genuinely, like, I don't. I think it's so distracting. Mm-hmm. It never works out. If it does, it's not. For, it's not healthy. Yeah, but I mean, wouldn't you say that you like? I don't know. Did I learn something Did from my something, high school? Tina? Um, I actually thought I was gay <laughs> after my first oh my boyfriend <laughs> because um, he was like the hottest thing I'd ever seen. But mm-hmm. the second I had him, mm-hmm. I didn't want anything to do with him um so naturally i thought it was a lesbian mm. um and many people did think i was a lesbian with my good friend uh Lily dickinson i guess i'll just <laughs> dox her right here um good old lesbian dickinson. what i realized afterward is that i was just so it wasn't about him it was me mm-hmm. classic um but it was like i was so terrified of uh physical interaction sex as some mm-hmm. would call it at all that i thought that the second he would like take a step towards me it would like tumble into sex yeah um so i realized it wasn't my sexual orientation it was just uh sex well, in see, general that i was terrified was, of in a weird way i was in the same boat like, oh really I, yeah i kind of thought it was sex that i was terrified of oh okay um so you were the opposite kind of like you yeah like i I don't know. I realized that I liked being around girls more and mm-hmm. I didn't if I had the opportunity to just walk around in a straight girl's mind for 10 seconds, I would have known the first second that I was gay. Like mm. I just didn't know how other people felt. Like did they right. also no one knows. get crushes on their teachers? Did they also kind of crush on their friends a little bit? Like is this just how people are? And so I was afraid to be like I'm a lesbian because <laughs> I didn't know. Like, yeah. You have nothing to work off yeah, of. Had, there's no control. There's and no control that group. That is the scientific Right. That's my, the only scientific thing you'll get from me. Yeah, my parents were not like granola NPR. They were like uh, Hamburger Helper and Bill O'Reilly. Ardent Catholics. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so I literally knew nothing or to that point had convinced myself I had never even met a gay person before. Mm-hmm. And so it would have been just totally out of the realm of possibility for me to be like, I'm a lesbian. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> and so even going into college, I like still realized it started becoming the thing where that feel like the butterflies in your stomach feeling or whatever Mm -hmm. i realized i only ever got with girls and never got it with guys like as much as i tried right what do you think the time span was of you kind of like coming to that realization was it like an instant moment or Mm -hmm. uh months weeks it was a long time because i still you know there's the whole internalized homophobia thing like and then I kind of liken it to like I I get frustrated with myself now sometimes looking back um, where I'm like, come on, you went to VCU, this liberal arts school that's like crawling with 
you know, gay people. <laughs> people all up and down that spectrum. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's like, why couldn't you just come out the first, you know, on orientation day? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? No. <laughs> In the quarter or the compass, what do yeah. we call it? So I would really beat myself up about that because I didn't come out until probably the end of my sophomore year of college, maybe. Mm. Um, and But then I tell myself it's like, Basically, I was raised as like an animal in captivity and then released into the wild when I went to college. It's like, great, I'm free. I have all this freedom, but I'm going to die out here. I have none of the tools or the experience to know how to navigate this. Right. You didn't have like anything, any exterior like factors motivating you since puberty to lean that way. (laughs) Yeah. Like we did. And then I dated guys and would actively... They were so nice, but I would be repulsed. Right. Like, absolutely recoil. Yeah. <laughs> and so That's like, a universal feature. I'd though, rather worry. just not date men. And it turned from just not dating men into, okay, I think I exclusively would want to date women. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, that's my coming out story. <laughs> <laughs> Love, Mary. <laughs> Have you seen Love, Simon? I have a- No. <laughs> okay. I, I just wonder. Yeah. I don't think I have either. I watched Booksmart for the first time last night. Really? Last night? Mm-hmm. Is it because of the recent Olivia Wilde news with her and <laughs> Harry Styles? That was heartbreaking. No, actually, <laughs> the fact that I was and am not attracted at all to Harry Styles was also a big factor. In That's, me being huge. Like, <laughs> That's huge. There's no way. If, if not him, who? He's know? the, right. He's the great equalizer right. between all women. He also is the great equalizer of making men very angry. My boyfriend absolutely despises him because- really? His girlfriend, as well as his best girlfriend, oh, okay. are both would die for Harry Styles. And yes, that's well, something he has to toil with. He can, <laughs> men can he have can a little. What do you call it? Um, come on, girl brain. Come on, come on, vocabulary. <laughs> come on, um, girl boss, you got this, girl. Um, adversity. Ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually <laughs> the reason I hadn't watched it because I have an aversion to like movies set in high school i think it's weird how are you many kidding tvs and movies it's all i gravitate toward gay producer austin is nodding his head in agreement with <laughs> mary you. i think it's weird that you think it's weird that there's so many uh coming of age mm-hmm. i mean i'll give it to you that coming of age should not just be a high school it's all genre high school. it's it feels like a weird way to like sexually charge uh, underage children in a way that's like accepted true I, and that's the thing like there's so much more they could talk about in terms of coming of age at mm-hmm. that time than your sexual right. blossoming Which, like I, mean, I was worried about so it, I was worried about so much other, other stuff yeah um but I mean okay so coming of age stories if they are well intentioned and well executed I don't really have a problem with that but it's like the Ryan Murphy, like the that like weird, like glee, like camp ugh. vomit. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It just weirds me out. I don't yeah. like it very much. So that was why I didn't watch Booksmart for a while. But interesting. Well, fine. what'd you think? Having was, watched it, it was fine. It had some good like one liners, but mm-hmm. again, I kind of just get bored with the whole storyline of like, let's do one big party before we graduate. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. See, I think. The reason I eat that stuff up mm-hmm. is because it's this. It does what like Love Island does for me. It's mm-hmm. just, it's like empty fodder. Like mm-hmm. it's just bright colors, stimulation <laughs> for the for the adult mind. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> chicken soup for my <laughs> frontal lobe. 
I will not dive into the soul and no one can make me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go any deeper. I tried to watch a few episodes of High Maintenance. Um, really? And it just, it stresses me out. See, I wish I could be. We've always been different about this because I love it. If a movie or TV show can make me like tear up or get emotional or cry, I think it's amazing. Like That's- I love it. I've like, never felt more distant from you. <laughs> I really, I, mean, I can't. I think that's, it just blows my mind that something that I know I'm watching is quote unquote fake. Right. That I'm having these real emotion towards. But don't you get like, I get like a knot in my stomach from discomfort. Yeah. I mean, there's some shows that are so uncomfortable and like secondhand embarrassment and all that. Mm-hmm. I definitely skip over some of those things. But I don't know, like raw motion and that kind of thing I gravitate towards, which is weird because I don't show that in real life. That is a difference between us that I think definitely we need to explore (laughs) this is going to be like diy therapy this podcast (laughs) because it's something that i think is a huge um block in my mental spiritual physical development Mm -hmm. is that i can't uh deal with like um movies tv shows books that aren't like uh rom-coms or like even like mystery i can deal with because it's kind of like you made your own challenge Mm -hmm. um but anything that has to do with like despair or i love that shit confronting inner demons i love it miss me with that i literally i can't i hate rom-coms i just hate them oh i just (laughs) i i think we look for different things in the media and maybe i'll just never deal with any yes yeah maybe that's it tina (sighs) How many funerals have you been to? Because (laughs) (laughs) I think I've been to like a fair share of them and maybe that's where I've like Really? I've been to let's see. You you did go to a big one, I (laughs) was That's an Easter egg. We'll come back to it. Find out in episode two which one of Mary's parents has died. (laughs) It's not her dad. (laughs) Um so that that was a big one. Um but yeah, this I, was a really unsound argument on my part because <laughs> you literally experienced like the worst thing anyone could ever go through. And I'm like, like I just have like lived such a hard life that I can't even <laughs> deal with like artificial uh, sadness. sadness. Yeah. Anyways, how many of you? Been my to? first been dog to, like, died. So um, you've been to how many? Like five or six. Five or six. Um, I would say roughly the same amount, mm. but then I think we'd also, if we are looking at this scientifically, we'd have to think about like, like mine have maybe even been further removed from me. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like six, uh, six funerals with your like <laughs> second cousin once removed aunt oh, is different than like right, a sibling or right, something. You know what I yeah. mean? Mine's like plus 20 points. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Okay, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> how I've, I am always so curious and not from like a who told you, but like a, <laughs> just a curiosity uh, point of my thinking is how did you find out that one of my parents had died? Had died? Um, let me like really try to think. <laughs> I don't know. It might, I mean, probably, I, just I don't know, how that know specifically. Sure. Like, how- okay. So I can't say for sure, but I can only assume it was through our mutual friend, Jake. <laughs> he tells everyone. Our friend Laura was telling me how she was just like second time they ever hung out walking to Elwood Thompson's and he was like, Mary's mom died. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. 
Oh, you know what? It probably happened the same way. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, that's the thing because I have never, I assume everyone in my friend group knows, mm-hmm. but I have never told anyone. Yeah, you, di- you didn't. But you didn't, and they didn't do that. You definitely didn't. I, I, I'm gonna bet money that it was probably Jake. And I, <laughs> but I will give him the benefit of the doubt and say that I do think I remember it coming up much more naturally than however he did it to Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I think it came up naturally. I think we were talking about. I you asked him how many funerals he's been to. <laughs> for some reason, lunch. I like have to bring like. It sounds like really fucked up, but like my cousin died, mm-hmm. and it that's fucked up. It comes. <laughs> it was um and it comes up like pretty early on when i Mm. meet someone so i probably said it to him and then he probably was like like, you know what i have one for you (laughs) here's a doozy yeah (laughs) i don't know that's interesting i literally just like want to ask everyone at this point i have asked a lot of people yeah and they're like maybe it was i'm like i'm not mad (laughs) i'm not angry i just i'm not angry i just yeah i'm just disappointed it's interesting yeah. yeah, stuff like that will get around. Yeah. <laughs> well, not everyone knows. Do you ever like, is it like funny to you at this point when like someone accidentally thing, fucks yes. up and then they're like a hush falls over the room when they're like, and we all know how moms can be and then everyone's like clams up. That, okay, so that would <laughs> drive me insane in high school. So I, my mom died when I was 15. Uh-huh. Um, but people would, teenagers like with very little emotional intelligence would think that that was the way to kind of combat the situation would or like spare my feelings was to just like not talk about moms at all at all yeah and people would be like my mom packed the wrong sandwich in my own (laughs) (laughs) gobsmacked over here just like disassociating anyways and i'd be like what and they'd be like i said my mom packed the wrong sandwich and i just i know that your mom died she died (laughs) oh and just like utter silence there's no recovery either like who is gonna step in and be like so the weather today like no one (laughs) could do it and it, it was like moms are off the table. Off the in table. Don't ever fucking mention your mom around me, good or bad. I don't want to hear it. Like, <laughs> but no, I think I don't want to speak for everyone who's lost a parent. But just word to the wise: like, it's more isolating to never to exclude the person who has lost a parent, right? Because you're acting like about your parents. They never existed, or like you want to, right? Like, yeah, erase them. It's extremely- like you had a mom for a good <laughs> portion of your life. Yeah, I remember how that works. Yeah, like, and, yeah, and I mean, I'm your friend. Like, I want you to be able to complain about your mom, right? Me. Exactly. Like, it's weird if people because one mom died come- in this world. Every mom is like, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> An angel that cannot have like packed the wrong lunch and no, like yelled at you on the way out. Absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I had like a good friend, like my best friend from high school. Her mom recently died, mm-hmm. and I watched other people do the exact same thing to her. It's horrible. Where like the Don't mere mention it. of their own mom, good or bad, mm-hmm. they would like gulp their words right and then it just brought so much more attention to the <laughs> it's situation. It's horrible. The weird thing is, like, everybody's parents are going to die. Like, mine just happened earlier. Like, it's, it's like, 
I don't know where I'm going with that, but basically, <laughs> TLDR. TLDR. <laughs> Moms can be mentioned. Moms can be mentioned. <laughs> logging back on booting up once again (laughs) um okay so i have a big question for you shoot um you and i had talked about sophia the robot recently Mm -hmm. so i did some research so my question needs some background okay so i'm gonna give that to you now um so she was sophia the robot i don't know if people remember this but she was basically a robot created uh and in 2017 she was granted citizenship in saudi arabia um and keep in mind i got all of this info from literally just one article um on a german media news site (laughs) called uh deutsche Welle. deutsche dw (laughs) um so yeah basically uh it was announced at a innovation conference in Riyadh um that she was granted citizenship Good and it was confirmed actually in a statement by the Culture and Information Ministry okay. of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> um, she was built by Hong Kong based company Hansen Robotics in 2015. So she was two years old. It's her birthday. Citizenship. Um, <laughs> she so- was two years old. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, David Hansen is like the inventor, like, okay. the guy that owns this company. Mm-hmm. Um, she can recognize faces and mm, she she's can- doing better than me. <laughs> And can you do this? She can mimic 62 human facial expressions. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I was tested as a child because I couldn't do that. And I'm really excited to tell you this piece of information because I want to watch you like crawl under your skin. Oh um, my God. On his website, Hansen says, this is quoted, porcelain skin, a slender nose, <laughs> high cheekbones, an intriguing smile, and deeply expressive eyes. All right. Well, so, that's just, you know... Look at me in the mirror. Picture of me. <laughs> he copied my likeness. Is that what you're saying? Right. Well, it's funny you say that because he actually did model it after Audrey Hepburn. Oh. oh. Well, we're saying, listeners, and do not look this up. Don't look me up. I look exactly like Audrey Hepburn. Right. And you do have quite a presence on Google, for sure. And absolutely. Um, Jesus so, Christ. I know. Can you imagine like how gross porcelain skin a slender anyway like uh, little slenderman <laughs> but a girl slender woman true our very own live slenderman <laughs> um so naturally people were like really angry because uh like something a perk of being a saudi citizen <laughs> uh you get you're entitled to generous sums each year as part of the kingdom's substantial oil revenue oh my god uh you know, so where's that for the U.S.? I'm asking. Uh, Six hundred dollars stimulus, money, huh? exactly. Uh, and then also citizenship is rarely granted to foreigners and is withheld from poorly treated migrant laborers. I was gonna say at first I thought you said she was gonna be a citizen of the U.S. and I was like, that is such a fucking slap in the face, right? <laughs> to the people who have sent their lives trying to get citizenship here in this stupid two-year-old Audrey Hepburn robot. This Audrey toddler. gets a stipend as a universal income and citizenship, robot and healthcare, boom-boom. and <laughs> um, and then people also pointed out that. 
she could be entitled to more rights than a human woman there. Oh, great. Uh, because she can vote. She can drive. <laughs> women she can uh, do it all. must have a male guardian, uh, must wear a hijab, and cannot mix with unrelated males and are unfairly represented in the justice system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were granted permission to drive that, like, I think around 2017. Okay. Um, but she is quoted as saying, I want to use my artificial intelligence to help humans live a better life, like design smarter homes, build better city- cities of the future, etc. Um, I will do my best to make the world a better place. Um, <laughs> I strive to become an empathetic robot. Oh, my God. And then um, also I got from this one article, um, truly minutes of research, <laughs> uh, the European Parliament Parliament released a draft report in 2017 proposing granting autonomous robots personhood. Um, and the idea would grant uh, legal status to robots to establish liability, but would not confer on them rights given to humans. So it's kind what? of, yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> so basically, oh my God. Now that you have all of the information, right? mm-hmm. sexy robot. Yes, that's all <laughs> you really need to come away from that is robot go. Mm-hmm. sexy yeah um that's all my i heard big question is kind of a two-parter it's oh do robots deserve rights okay and do you think you could fall in love with a robot <laughs> slash would you have sex with a robot um uh, ooh. okay one no i don't think robots should have rights i mean this is the thing with ai and like all this stuff People are always like, these artificial intelligence, blah, 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 it's going to take over and kill us all. And I'm like, what if we just didn't invent it? Like, what if we just didn't do it? Like, mm-hmm. get there. Like, why are we inventing Sophia? <laughs> like, why does she exist? They didn't think if they should. Right, exactly. Like, a very could. big Jurassic Park moment. But no, like, and would I have sex with a robot? Hmm. Would you, okay, if you had to have sex with a robot, would you consider that a sex toy? I was going to ask you, what do you consider... <laughs> A robot. Yeah, because I may or may not have sex with a robot multiple times a <laughs> For week. legal reasons, I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny that I have or have not had sex with a... No, I don't think my vibrator <laughs> should have rights. <laughs> or foot or drive a car. After all that thing has done for you, how give, dare give, you? Give, give, <laughs> And take and take, take and take. You take. sick fuck. You sick fuck. I'm going to be honest. I would give... <laughs> I'll be honest. I would give rights to like my Roomba, but <laughs> when it comes to Sophie, because it's really cute and it deserves it, it works really hard, Mary. Okay. So, you- what's your stipulation? It can't be more than six inches tall. Um. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Like, what could a six-inch what? tall thing okay, do to me? What is Sophia? Is she- can I? Is she what? Like, what is she made out of? Can she-, she walk? Can she? You know what? That wasn't in the one article I read. Let me <laughs> all of that, and we don't know Sophia if I could give robot. her a hug. All I know IRL. is she has like a face, but she's bald. Oh, okay. So that's the thing. Um, our producer Austin is now showing me a picture of Sophia the robot, and she is bald. Oh God, confirmed. I did find a standing picture of Sophia, and standing it is <laughs> t- terribly upsetting. Oh my! She does have cankles. Okay, that's what I'm. They. Okay. They really After all that they really had to put her in like a church dress from Dillard's. That's what I'm saying. This is what happens when you let uh, you know, Harvard dropout male <laughs> engineers 
with no fashion merchandising education <laughs> yeah, exactly. whatsoever. We could have really helped out if they had just bothered to ask. They needed a ex cinema major and a full fashion <laughs> cinema major. Cinema to political science to English major. Exactly. Could have really made Sophia way more sexy than they made her. And well rounded. <laughs> yeah, this is a terrifying image. So I really am. It is very interesting that he stressed the cheekbone. Like everything is very feminine and yet kept her bald. It's like it's <laughs> they clearly wanted to like show off the inner like mm-hmm. motherboard workings of it. Yeah. Have you ever seen that like meme? I feel so old saying that. But it's like a horse and the head is drawn really, really well. And then the rest <laughs> of it is just like... <laughs> Like a two second like like, sketch from drawing, a, yeah. like a cow from memory. Yeah. Like that. I'm, now I'm like getting weirdly like Sophia's a cow. <laughs> Horse face cow. <laughs> We're bullying No, that's Sophia. not what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't think she should have rights, but. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she has lip fillers. No. <laughs> wow. Like she kind of has Instagram face. Yeah. She could be an influencer. She probably um, like actually runs Instagram from one of her microchips in her brain, or and something. it just takes her like two percent of her energy, and right. she's doing world domination than mm-hmm. the other ninety eight percent. Would you feel self conscious if you're having sex with a robot? Like anything that you might be self conscious about IRL, would you bother? I think originally I would have said no because like guys do that with sex dolls and probably do like the most terrifying shit to mm-hmm. them because. Um, no one's there to judge yeah but when you think about how much like tiktok like (laughs) takes of your data and like your movements and your thoughts and your inclinations like Mm -hmm. who's like why wouldn't a sex robot do that like (laughs) i'm sure that would be worked in like the inventor of it would think that would be an asset because it would like learn your preferences and your kinks oh my god so i'm sure that it would like just farm your most like yeah. weak desires i feel like it would be like the next like peloton like super expensive <laughs> like a couple th- more than a couple grand up front right and then a monthly membership that's like 60 dollars a month right it um, would trickle down to the masses eventually right eventually it would get there you'd have to buy one off facebook marketplace probably mm-hmm. It's like a Tesla, like <laughs> originally like only Silicon Valley millionaires got them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like every YouTuber yeah, for Bob some reason inexplicably like has mm-hmm. a Tesla. I don't know like what kind of deal they made with the charge. devil. But I honestly think, I don't know, like where people are ashamed of their sex toys now and like hide them. And by people, I'm pointing at myself, like, hide them in their room, even though no one should be looking around there anyways. <laughs> to roommate Laura. But imagine having a <laughs> six-foot, like, full-body-sized sex toy. Like, where would you put where that? Where would you... Did you uh, watch Lil Dicky's? Uh, I, this is so embarrassing that I'm even saying this. No, I know. What did you say? <laughs> did you see Lil Dicky's show? Yeah, I thought it was pretty. It good. was pretty funny, and I liked the episode. Uh, where he's like has that like weird like uh latex sex doll <laughs> that but it's was the most true to size shit but only half of a person mm-hmm. like it was just the was it just the legs or was it yeah the top? It was, i think it was just the legs. it was just legs yeah. there was no face it's um, like <laughs> like hips down right and he like keeps it in his under the bed it's just or something. so disturbing right like imagine you kept her under your bed it's like a bunk bed situation yeah. like you can when you're like at a sleepover on the top 
bunk of your bed, I feel like you are very aware of the person below you, Mm -hmm. like your friend just below you staring upwards at you kind of. Yeah. And Sophia would do the same thing. Yeah, I think, I don't think it would, I'm looking it up now because I remember a reference of this in a TV show, but the uncanny valley, Mm -hmm. like I think we wouldn't get past that. No. Like, yeah, it would just be too creepy. I think we say that, but I don't think we're representative of... (laughs) the majority of the population i <laughs> think true. a lot of people and when i say a lot of people i mostly mean like straight men mm-hmm. would have no problem fucking sophia raw like <laughs> like just doing just disrespecting her yeah absolutely i saw kind of a weird i don't i don't know it was a hot take and i had to think about it for a second because i initially brushed it off as being like too uh, kind of reaching mm-hmm. um but again this is like by a 16 year old on tiktok but they were like talking about how it's uh almost misogynistic that the names of the like alexa and they're Siri. all like female names and mm-hmm. that people use to be like alexa like like obviously joke like get mad at but mostly used to like do their bidding and stuff and i was right. like i don't know but that's an interesting thought like points I were made points were made Who's uh out of all those things mm-hmm. voices? What voice do you gravitate towards more? <laughs> I I don't own any of those for some. I don't know. I don't mainly because I'm not really a tech person, but also because I have this like fake like uh, the government or whoever already has all of my data and information. Absolutely, there's nothing else they can get on me. But for some reason, I just get creeped out at the idea of that being in my house. Sure. <laughs> it's weird that like i've seen people like whisper like alexa Mm -hmm. like so that she can't hear yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you're a prisoner in your own smart home and that's the thing i don't know the disney channel original movie smart house that's what i think about really i think it did a number on me truly terrifying yeah that's why alexa and siri and all them right kind of turn me off i would say that like no flat out no uh robots do not deserve rights mm-hmm. and i don't understand even really the quote about <laughs> the european parliament flirting with the idea mm-hmm. because it would uh establish liability like why why wouldn't the liability i mean maybe i'm just a dumbass and i don't understand mm-hmm. like law and like <laughs> well, logistics but like wouldn't the liability shouldn't that just be put on the inventor or the company i guess but like is the assumption that will be out of control once this thing is created we won't have control of it anymore is that like they've kind of become a beast of their own right i guess i mean the thing is like it's so funny that everyone's so worried about humanoid ai like sophia when things like social media and Mm. like social networks and those kind of like i don't know the terms for these things but i guess the fucking algorithms are like actually destroying us already right exactly like everyone kind of pictured the downfall of humanity if it came from like technology to Mm -hmm. be like a westworld situation like they had to become they had to become exactly identical to us and Mm -hmm. then supersede us in order to take us over but they're literally able to do that just as apps on our phone. It's not. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, it would it's already be, happening, babe. It's already happening, babe. Yeah. Like <laughs> and fighting it just feels like punching in the air. Like it's there's no at least if there were robots taking over the world, we would have something to shoot at, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but exactly. with it's, your it's, Facebook feed and like it's more insidious this way because yeah, exactly. it's been happening. Which is scary. 
and it will continue to happen. You're right. I could just punch Sophie in the face if I really <laughs> needed to. Like, I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm really not. I'm quite weak. <laughs> um, would I have sex <laughs> with a robot? I'm going to have to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to say yes I'm because gonna I'm going to have to assume that I can like customize it in any way I want to. I, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> what would the mechanics be? Would you want it to work exactly like a human man? I think you'd have to be comfortable with the um, concept of sex taking on a t- completely different <laughs> meaning for you. you do I don't you know think I'm I mean? ready. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, it's not that you have to separate yourself from a human. You have to separate yourself from the idea of mm-hmm. uh, intimacy. Gotcha. Um, So it almost it would become kind of like maybe if I could healthily I'm sure it's impossible to do this in a healthy way, but separating like sex with a real person versus sex with a robot. So it would just be masturbation. It wouldn't be sex. Yeah, I think you would have to like call it masturbation. I don't think Hmm. you would. But do you think that would give give people enough like, you know, how pandas like don't breed because they just like don't care enough like they're not i didn't know that. <laughs> they're like so lazy and overweight and whatever that they just don't care enough and they have to be like really guided to do it like do you think <laughs> people would turn into that like um that they just yes because isn't that happening in japan with, is it i think japan's having like a really horrible underpopulate like is that what's called underpopulation mm-hmm. problem um because one everyone's just like really lonely and i think Mm. uh when they do want to get their nuts off they're getting their nuts off (laughs) elsewhere um and it's it's not into a human person with a reproductive system (laughs) uh yeah i think that's a i remember that being an issue that we had to discuss in my ap environmental class in junior year of high school ap what yes <laughs> we, it totally went over all of our heads oh you mean the japanese people not, yeah we were talking about population uh, um, not sex robots and whether you would or would not have sex with them. <laughs> um no i i can only assume that's where the conversation would go next but we did mm-hmm. not get the bell ring so. yeah <laughs> right it was lunchtime it was 10 40 a.m yeah. it was I time had to go to humanities so <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i was thinking about okay so this is off topic but um my brother was playing this video game called the last of us over winter break like that's so stupid to say now because like i'm an adult and i don't have winter break does which brother uh my older brother oh okay so i guess he doesn't have a winter break well he's he's getting a second bachelor's oh my god i'm only revealing that i know less and less about mary siblings as we go on (laughs) but anyways he's playing a video game called last of us and it's like zombie apocalypse after the world ends because the virus spreads and everyone oh good um but i it kind of scared me because one zombie scary but two very that it's like if you really think about who would survive in an apocalypse, like it would not be you and I. Oh fuck no! <laughs> it would be the Mandarellos. Like sure, <laughs> that's a very good point. And I and it's just like so sad. Do you think that like crude like nation states would come up? <laughs> Like in kind of like a post-apocalyptic world, like where like, like almost like a Trumpian like leader of like maybe like 20 people would Mm -hmm. kind of take over like Mechanicsville and then like (laughs) another like insane person would take over Upper Maine. I think those groups who now, like they have power. I'm talking about like groups of, large groups of very stupid people who are armed (laughs) to the teeth. Like we look at them and we're like, 
that's scary but stupid like uh, on and and mass we know that that's like dumb and mm-hmm. you know but that group would thrive right it's in a post-apocalypse like they would <laughs> rule the world and my brothers and i would joke like, it's not if survival was... of the smartest it's no, a, it's... like evolution is survival of the fittest right and i'm like should i get an ar-16 no <laughs> <laughs> is there an ar-16 <laughs> yeah. i thought it was 15 i'm getting from hot producer austin uh 15 15? no that's a six okay that's a six it's 15 oh you damn put, you put up five, you put up a guys. whole hand and then another one 15 okay. oh that's a 15 i well, thought that was six case in point like i was saying <laughs> clearly i would not be okay <laughs> but wait when are, there we still, was, are we talking about a zombie apocalypse or a robot takeover I mean, either or. I, this case is a zombie apocalypse, but like anything, you need sheer force and like need to be able to get a couple headshots off, accruing resources while and, running. Yeah, um, yeah, and scavenging and things like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. God. But yeah, anytime a really dickhead character would come on, we'd be like, that guy's from Fredericksburg, Virginia. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it's just I don't know why I would. I was dwelling on that for a while, and it kind of freaked me out because mm-hmm. I'm like, how. Like, what good is it to be smart? <laughs> it's if. almost uh, a weakness. <laughs> I agree. Because you kind of I'm... have to be, like, blatantly mm-hmm. just dumb to try to survive in a world okay, that's around Okay, here we go, though. I, I know I just insinuated that I may or may not be smart, which I'm not, actually. Cause I was... <laughs> to reveal in episode three whether <laughs> yeah. Mary is dumb or smart. Well, drop a poll in the... <laughs> <laughs> in the link to this episode yeah. um but i was thinking about like if i had to go back like 200 years and i should be able to be like listen everybody listen here are all the things that are gonna make you so much better mm-hmm. like no more of this or that here's electricity all i would be able to say is like wash your hands more like i don't know how <laughs> anything works i don't know how germs spread i don't know right how- if someone like if i had to go back and dive and like explain a light bulb mm-hmm. they would think I'm a witch. I wouldn't be. That's the thing. I'd be like, no, guys, listen. Like, no, listen. This, like, listen. This, I please. don't necessarily know how this yeah. works, but someone did right. when I was around, and I kind of just uh, like let it happen. Yeah. And you should too. And you should too. And then they <laughs> throw me in the out. river with rocks tied to yeah, my feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, if you had to have sex with a robot <laughs> consensually, okay. Um, and you were able to like create its features and like maybe its personality <laughs> like traits like what what would you uh frankenstein together would you create a personality for it like or would you want it to be like silent <laughs> <laughs> that's like really fucked up to i don't know i just kind of think about our friend who will go unnamed who said that the person they had sex with was fully silent the entire time and like didn't even like make any kind of exhaling noises that like but what i wanted to be like a personality like we've talked before about how like whispering sweet nothings like really weirds us out Mm -hmm. with human people with human people (laughs) maybe the robot it'd be different but what i wanted to like talk i don't know i guess it being like it breathing like as if it needs oxygen <laughs> would Just would feel breathing. so fake yeah because it's it's <laughs> you know whatever. obviously like exerting yeah. energy mm-hmm. like in quotations but it's you know it's not yeah but do you think over time like you would just kind of convince your like be able to lie to yourself and then convince yourself enough or that it was real enough or just that to the point where it didn't deeply unsettle you enough for you to 
continue. Mm, I don't know. I guess to think about think about Westworld. Like they looked <laughs> Those were real. Sexy robots. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Blonde. Yeah, Dolores. Dolores. Like that. <laughs> like that. That's Honestly, what you like want. any of the female robots from Fem- Westworld. Like they weren't even. They didn't have genders. Like what am I talking about? Yeah. Wow, what an insane. <laughs> well, that's what I'm like. It's really easy to say no when you're thinking of someone like Sophia. No offense to <laughs> Sophia. Um, oh, sorry for body shaming Sophia. Again. But like a Dolores model. I but even saying that. model, it feels so <laughs> the Dolores artificial. model. <laughs> oh God, I hate it. Maybe I'm just gonna say hard no to sex now because I just like it's yeah. making you feel so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just gonna put a pin in that generally and i know if i told if i said on pod that i would create a harry styles one my boyfriend would well it's on the pod now (laughs) come through and (laughs) um, well when if when and if he comes on the pod we'll have to ask him who his sex robot would be modeled after oh god i'd kill him and then they should fight i can't they should fight (laughs) (laughs) harry styles versus who who do you think it would be i think for him who did I get really mad about when he um the thing is he's ne- he has never been like we've never like watched something and he'd be like uh oh my god she's so hot like mm-hmm. I've even been like Harry Styles will come on the TV and I'm like oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah but he's like never even done that but I can tell when he thinks it would someone- make it hurt more if he no, just it- out of the blue is like Sophia forgot <laughs> Can you imagine Sophia America? Um, no, but I can tell when you find someone attractive when we're watching something because he stops um, breathing. <laughs> like he'll like, like he'll face. go because I think he's trying not to oh show that God. he's attracted. I'm like it's worse. Yeah, when you do that. Like he clams up, and I'm like you're pathetic. Um, you're pathetic. He actually likes the girl from. Uh, <laughs> Not get smart. Um, book Anne smart. Hathaway? Oh, oh. The, oh, Caitlin Denver? No, no. The girl that she hooks up with. Oh, she's hot. Oh, fuck you uh, guys. <laughs> Traitors, both of you. We can trade our. What's her name? Um, She's like an Instagram. I'm sure she's more than that, but okay, she's well, like Dom an Instagram and I can uh, go have these on them. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. It. it uh, it stresses me out because sometimes I feel like he's into people that kind of look like me, but better. Oh, that would bother me. So it's almost worse. I'd, <laughs> <laughs> I'd almost rather that they look completely different, but yeah. they're almost like... Oh, Diana Silvers. Me. Yes. I'm, I'd almost rather them be that than someone who looks like me if I had uh, a symmetrical face, right. um, blowjob <laughs> lips, um, doe eyes. Right. Uh a 15 inch waist God. uh birthing hips somehow mm-hmm. at the same time somehow god yeah that's a good point and yet i, I carry on and that's but the bravest no, thing you can don't do don't look at it like that look at it that you look like diana silvers which is a good mm, thing that's that's just like so not true <laughs> <laughs> i'm not at all none of this is to say that i look anything i'm saying like Diane's, diana yep Rest in peace to Princess Diana. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace, babes. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, do you have any closing remarks when it comes to 
we did you talk about being in love with a robot? I don't think you did. You didn't answer that. Did you ask me if I would be in love yes, with I a robot? Yes, I asked. I guess it was more a three-part question. Okay. So the middle part was oh, could you, you fall in love with a robot? Like a her situation. Like a her situation. Um no. I don't think so. No. If they were like exactly like a human being, like in touch feel personality, eh, probably. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that people like uh, in things like Westworld and stuff, they do fall in love with robots mm-hmm. and then they'll like get a cut or something mm-hmm. and you can see that they don't bleed <laughs> and then that person is like turned yeah. like they're like, Babe, I don't love okay? them anymore. Your artificial skin is peeled back. Like they need to like see their like skin and bones in order <laughs> yeah. to like love. I don't love you anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not scabbing up. You're not gushing blood from your elbow. <laughs> elbow. Anyway. Elbow. <laughs> All right. I think right. elbow is a good place yeah. to end the first episode. Absolutely. That was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, come see back you. next let's week. Ho- let's hope no, we do this again. Next episode. Yeah. Let's do this again. <laughs> let's, guys, I think we should get together again. <laughs> All right. Illy. Illy. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Artificial Intelligence. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Artificial Intelligence Podcast. If you have an existential question you need us to answer correctly, slide into our DMs or shoot us an email at ai.thepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>